You're listening to DraftKings Network. God bless football, Billy Gill. God bless football, Stu Gats. You, uh, you're dressed up today. You got a haircut. You got uh, you got yourself ready for Super Bowl week, huh? I'm proud did, of you. Why does everyone keep telling me I got a haircut? <laughs> I got a haircut two weeks ago. This is not a new haircut. I, I cut my hair two weeks ago. Right. But, you know, new shoes, new sneakers, nice sneakers, pink ones. I like them. You have I, a flannel shirt on. It's <laughs> So, I, okay. I've had these sneakers, too. I just don't right. wear them to work. This shirt is actually new. But everything else I've already had, the haircut, the glasses, the sneakers. Yes. Yeah. Right. I don't know if I should be, like, because you're not the first person to tell me this i don't know how i should be receiving this information because it's really just you always look like crap like everyone's like oh you look so nice and it's basically like yeah you never look good right i don't say that about you but it's what you're saying but not directly i mean who am i to judge well right (laughs) you know it seems like you got yourself ready for super bowl for 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 radio row i actually so mad dog i'm a uh, i'm a very stressful traveler as you might imagine yeah so i sat down before i left and i i actually like with my wife like went like day by day like this is what I'm wearing on Monday. This mm-hmm. is what I'm wearing on Tuesday. Really? Yeah. And then when I got in last night, I went and I hung everything up. So like my, I, I arrived very late. And then on top of that, I spent like an hour just like hanging and all of that. Right. And I slept like three hours. So like I'm already on fumes, which is a bad start because it's the first day of Super yes. Bowl week and I'm already running on fumes. Right. Well, I told you to get here earlier. Uh, yeah. Lay of the land, get yourself, you know familiar with the time change and all that but but hold on real quick because you said something because i now you're gonna have a hard time believing this Mm. i am a guy the first thing i do upon arriving to my hotel is unpack my suitcase yeah i hang it all i put it like i want to feel like i'm at home you know how many days do you need to stay to do that uh, what do you mean, how many days do I need? Like, how many days does your trip have to be for you to say, I'm not going to look okay, out of good, my suitcase? Good question. Like, five days. Yeah. Five days. This, if it's a weekend trip, I probably leave everything in the suitcase. This was long enough that it's like I should I should lay everything out. I brought a steamer, which then I saw we have a steamer in the room, which I should have thought about anyways. But I brought a steamer <laughs> to steam things. Like, right. I'm getting ready. By the way, business is picking up. I thought that it was going to stay a little. Yes. It, well, Booming, no, but no. picking up for sure. Uh, we started early this morning, uh, and there was no one here. And uh, But you're right. Things are starting to pick up. Chris Sims is here, your boy. He is. I'm yes. surprised that he's here on a Monday. Uh, why? <laughs> why? Uh, because a lot of people are not here on Monday. A lot of people start right. later in the week. Yep. Uh, listen, we're... Uh we're kicking it off right, Billy. Are we? I don't know if any other show in America has the guest that God Bless Football has on, and it's coming up next. Mm. Head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs, Andy Reid, going to join us on God Bless Football the month, the Tuesday, excuse me, before the Super Bowl. Are you excited about that? I am very excited about that. I used Golick's name to get him on. Of course. <laughs> he really loves Golick. What do you think he's coming on with me and you? I mean... I mean... What do, when do we get to the point that people come on for us? It's a great question. Um, Seems like never. Who is the person that comes on for us? Is there a single person that comes on for, for us? Hmm. Chris Sims? For the two of us? Like, who is a person that we could get that, that people would maybe use our names to get? Is, what, is that what you're asking? Yes. Um. <laughs> because you're right. When I get Andy Reid, he's coming on. Uh, for Mike Golick. He is not coming on for me and you. Yeah. Uh, when I get, you know, Marcus Freeman, the head coach at Notre Dame, again, coming on for Mike Golick, not Correct. coming on for me. When we get Eli Manning, he's coming on for Jabba Chamberlain, not me and you. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> Colleen Wolf came on for K-Funk. Right. Not me. <laughs> Is there a person? I don't know that there is one. How about Rossini? Um, For me. Well, here's the here's the thing about it, right? Is that even in that, like, yes, could come on for you, right? But then what ends up happening is then we're like, well, do you want to come on, like, with Dan? We're like, yes, we would rather that. You know what I mean? Yes. So, like, even if it's like, a, yeah, like, we're available, and like, but... We could do Golik? Let's do that one. Or, yeah, we can do Levitar? Let's do that one. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. Um... A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith didn't come on for us. They came on for Bounty. And by the way, there is a 
uh, House of Bounty right next to us. I here see on Radio that. Row. Bounty House of Wingman. It has a second floor. It does. I saw people <laughs> walking around on the second floor, too. Really? What you, What do you think they do there? I oh, don't there's know. games being played downstairs. Really? Yeah. It looks like you throw a ball through a, a hoop or something. Hmm. I love Radio Row. So do I. I really do. Yeah. There's a car being there's a car being given away here right next to us, a Toyota for the Super Bowl. It's yeah. uh, you're right, business is picking up, Billy. <laughs> I just I like this buzz. I like everything. Imagine if this is like our job, right? But like actually, like this was a profession where like everyone that did media just lived in one place, mm-hmm. and every day they came into work, and this was the job. Like, we would have this set for a couple of hours, and then everyone would have, like, the tables or, like, that set over there. But everybody in media just lived in the exact same place, and they went to work in the exact same office every single day. I would sign up for that. Would in, you really? In a heartbeat. You would get tired of everyone so quickly, though, I think. Well, I do, I do that anyways, so. <laughs> so we might as well be all, yeah. be all in one place, get tired of everyone at the same time. You think I'd be, like, feuding with, like, people that are, like, in a table over there or whatever? Yes, yes. What do you think would lead to that feud? Uh, just you being annoyed by people. That's... <laughs> don't look at me like that. What is that supposed to mean? No, I don't know. Are you excited for Andy Reid, though? I'm excited for Andy Reid, and I'm also excited for what's to come this week on our show, on yes. Levitard Show. This is one of those situations, to Gots, where we got a lot of avails, and we're not even going to be here as much as we've been here in the past. Like, last year, we basically just lived at Radio Row. Right. So we were available 24 hours a day. Yes. This year is a bit different. We have this nice set that we're going to be doing here. We have a secondary set over there. Mm-hmm. But we don't have like 24 hours of availability because we have to, you know, do the live shows on Thursday and Friday. Correct. We have rehearsals. We yes. have things that we're going out and shooting. Right. So we're not going to be at Radio Row as much as we have been in the past. But early on, I kind of treated it like we are. And I loaded up our Wednesday and our Thursdays. And I thought, okay, this is a nice little plan that we have going into the week at Radio Row. We have a, a nice, solid guess. We have... We have some names. Yes. We big have, names. We have some names. Yes, but I what's was, your concern? Like, we don't have enough time to get to all these names? What no, are you concerned we, we, about? No, we're not. And I don't know where we're going to have them live also, which is also a concern. Right. But here's what I found out this morning in coming here. Okay. Is that the guest pitching has just begun. So we have so many people locked in, and I've already gotten, like, three more people pitched this morning. Right. And just out of, like, a reflex, I'm just like, yes, we want that person. But that's yes. what happens and every I keep year. Saying, yes. yeah, I know, you know, but that. we don't have the time is, is the thing that I'm Let me tell you about. something. I will break away from anything it is that I'm doing to come here and I, record interviews. I okay? know. I know that. I don't I, care what it is I'm doing. I know. Right? I know. And, and that's kind of the issue that we've run into. What? Is that we have a schedule and we have different people needing to be in different places. And you're like, ah, schedule schedule. I'm going to go to Radio Row because I want to talk to X, Y, Z. Well, I mean, that's what I want to do. That's what we come I, here I, for. I don't come here to do the other stuff. I, I know, mean, but, but this year, that's not why we came here. You know, it's just a different, it's a different year, you know? Right. And that's fine. It's just a different year. Not a better year, not a worse, just a different year. Uh, quite the setup we have here, courtesy of our friends at DraftKings. This is a great so. setup. It's amazing. It's like, this is one of the nicest setups here, I think. I, I would say it is the nicest setup here. I would say we're also not deserving of it. <laughs> Well, I mean, don't say that out loud. <laughs> I'm teasing. You have to believe that there's you're an expectation of it. that comes with a set like this, an expectation that I'm happy to fill and I will fill. Uh, but I do not like the fact that I am limited on my on. The I know. Amount of well, time you wish that, that you here. had this this nice stage and set to and myself. all of this this yes. staff of people available to you at a whim to just like I want to record with this person right now. Yes. Yeah, but that's not how it works. I know. We're part of the DraftKings network. We share. We're good I know. partners here. I'm happy to share. I'm playing that game where, like, we're here, we're on TV, and I'm looking at you, but I'm also looking around to see what's going on. Well, listen, part of Radio Row and Super Bowl week is you constantly have to have your head on a swivel. Yes. You do. You have to. But it's not great for TV. But at the same time, there's so many people moving around. There's so much hustling and bustling happening happening right now. And everybody looks like somebody. Yes. You know what I mean? Everyone's dressed to the nines. Everybody looks like they're here on official (laughs) business in some capacity. How many times, like percentage, if 10 people walk up to you, the amount of those 10 people that you're checking their uh, their placards to see what their name is. Okay. Because it just happened to me. I was going to ask you if that happened. I was going to ask you if that happened because I got the sense that that happened, and I'm still not 100% convinced that you know who we just spoke to. I do know who we just spoke to. Who do we to. speak to? Uh, we spoke to <laughs> Jason something. Fitz. 
<laughs> Jason Leisure. We spoke to Jason Leisure. We did speak to Jason But I didn't Leisure. know it was Jason Leisure until I got closer to his placard. How long into that conversation were you there? Because right away I was excited. I saw him. I was like, oh, my God. And then, like, the way you started, like, hey, buddy, what's up? And then, like, quickly, like, I was wondering, do you know who that is? Uh, I did not initially. Uh, I did. You noticed I, I kept stepping closer to his to his placard, right? I didn't. You pulled that off. I didn't <laughs> notice. So you were just getting closer to him to read what his name was? Yeah, the key to getting closer to the placard is eventually you have to just say his name, you know? Just so he knows That's you a know risk. who he is. Well, I did. I said it. Yeah. I, uh, I said you? Jason once, yes. Did you? Just so he walked away from here going, you know what? Still got to knew who I was. I think what you need to do, right. and it's easier to do as the week goes on, is when you get closer, you kind of need to pretend like it's too loud and you can't hear. Like, what's that? What's that? And you can get, like, this close and <laughs> right. literally just look at their name tag right there, like, on their chest. Because you're like, I can't. What's that, buddy? And you go like this, and then you just <laughs> quick glance, and then you move back. Yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm looking around right now. Yeah. I gave someone finger guns before, by the way. It was very exciting. Who'd you give finger guns to? I don't to? know. I have no idea who the person was. He finger gunned me. I finger gunned them right back. That's what Super Bowl Radio Row is all about. I okay. Mean, I mean, you know that. I, is it? I don't know. All right. I have no idea. Uh, anyway, so we have uh, Chiefs Niners. There's a Super Bowl being played uh, on Sunday. We're very excited for it. We appreciate uh, Andy Reid giving us some of his time. You're right, though. He loves Golick. Yeah. Like, he refused to play this game without first speaking to Mike Golick Sr. It's so odd. Well, we also had, like, a hard out we had to get him out by, and he, like, stayed beyond that just kind of small talking with yeah. Mike Golick. Oh, say hi to the family. Say right. hi to the family. How are the boys? Yeah, how are the boys doing? <laughs> how the boys? The Golick family. <laughs> first family of football. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Oh, I remember 1975, we were all excited. The bicentennial was right around the corner. Everyone was focused. 200 years. And then all of a sudden, Miller Lite sparked a new debate. Great taste or less filling? Miller Lite keeps it simple undebatable quality great taste only 96 calories it's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most a light beer that tastes like beer you don't have to choose what's best miller light has great taste and is less filling tastes like miller time to get miller light delivered right to your door visit millerlight.com gbf or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer celebrate responsibly miller brewing company milwaukee wisconsin 96 calories per 12 ounces fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer all right, he'll be trying to win his third Super Bowl in Las Vegas coming up this Sunday. His third Super Bowl. Uh, he has been very nice, very kind with his time, generous with his time uh, for this show. I think it's his third or fourth appearance here on God Bless Football, and I promise you he's not doing it for me. He's not doing it for Billy. He is not doing it for Mikey A. He is doing it for Mike Golick. So, Mike, with that said, Coach, thank you for joining us. Mike, the floor is yours. We will try not to ruin your friendship with Coach. Yeah, I appreciate that. And anytime we do any of these with Stu, Coach, I always apologize in the beginning uh, for something that he may say. <laughs> you guys so, are doing good. So, listen. I mean, what, what could we say? Eleventh. You, you had eleven championship games. You're now four Super Bowls. You have a couple of wins. I mean, a million playoff games. You're walking into the Hall of Fame. What? What? Does the feeling change at all from year to year from a championship game and going to a Super Bowl uh, with the emotion with that team? Yeah. I, yeah. It does. Um, as you know, every team is different. They have a different personality or develop a different personality. It takes a whole season for you to kind of get through all of that. Um, this this group here, we had young guys on the offensive side. And so it's been fun to watch them grow. And um, on the defensive side, we had young guys last year. And it's been fun to watch them mature and uh, the players that they are and playing, you know, playing really great football on that side of the football. So it's, uh, um, you know, that, uh, yeah, they're all different to answer your question. I love watching that part of it uh, and being and watching these guys again, mature. 
Talk about this season. Uh, a lot of people, including myself, I, I picked a rematch of you guys in Philadelphia again. At least I'm half right with you guys. Um, and, and and but there were some there were some bumps along the way. There are in every season. So talk about the season and how you guys smoothed out some of those bumps in the road. Yeah, we we um, consistently we did a good job on defense. Offense, we were up and down. <clears throat> we needed to find that guy opposite Kels. They could kind of do the same type of things as that Kels does and uh, from a wide receiver position. Veach went out and drafted Rasheed Rice, which was a great pickup. Um, and Rasheed, we've watched him grow. And if there's one guy that's really helped us offensively <clears throat> and really helped Kels offensively, it's him. We had Juju last year. We had Sammy the year couple years before that, for, for a couple years before that. Um, uh, Pringle developed into that. So you have that guy that can kind of maneuver uh, and do the same types of thing in space uh, as Kels. It, it helps both of them in the long run and helps Pat and helps the offense kind of go. Um, and, and then Pacheco. Pacheco was banged up. Uh, Clyde stepped in and then Pacheco had surgery, shoulder surgery, came back from that and has helped the run game. The O-line's been very consistent. Those inside three all made some form of the Pro Bowl, one one level or the other, and uh, the two tackles are new guys, and and they've kind of grown into the system with us. So um, that's you know we've I've watched that, I've been a part of it, and uh, and and then most of all, Mike, when when we weren't doing well, that six game stretch there where we, I think we lost four of them, the uh, the guys all stuck together. They just want to figure out the problem. Coaches want to figure out the problem, so. We felt like we we hit that head on and and um, you know both both groups pulled it together and did some better things and so here we sit. <laughs> yeah. Going going to you mentioned the number of receivers you, you had on this team and everybody talks about the team since Tyreek Hill left and you have you know evaluating talent and bringing the guys in you think are right guys. So with Rasheed Rice, so he comes in a, as a rookie and he's been incredible. When did you know as a coach and an evaluator, because I remember you telling me Mahomes before he was practicing, Mike, you should see this guy in practice, what he's doing. It's incredible. So when did you see it out of Rasheed Rice that you thought, okay, I we, we got the guy here? Yeah, we, we saw it at training camp. Um, well, many camps too. We saw, we saw it there, but it wasn't until about midway through the season that he was able to transfer all of that, all of the stuff into – uh, into play on, on game day. So, um, but you knew he was coming every week and you saw something that gave you the feeling like he's coming and we're so close. And then look, my veteran guys were dropping balls. I mean, that's the reality of it, um, which they hadn't done the year before. And so now they've picked it up and they're making these catches that um, they, they made last year, the same types of things that's helped. I think we were all pressing just a little bit um, and, uh, and and then we've cut back on the penalties. So, and then Rashi is like, like I'm saying here, he just keeps keeps getting better. Uh, Coach, he's been great. Have you seen the video of Rashi watching you, a young Andy Reid, uh, try to throw a football? Have you seen that video? His reaction to it? No, I haven't. <laughs> okay, he laughed and he refuses to believe that it's his head coach. He refuses to believe it's you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well. Uh, I'm about the same size I was then. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so coach, I got to talk about being a former defensive player, your defensive side of the ball. While you're the head coach, obviously, you you, you know, you were you came up on the offensive side. I talked to Justin Reed uh, a, a bit ago, and he talked about how there was a bit of a chip on their shoulder in the Baltimore game because everybody was talking about the Baltimore defense and what they wanted to go and improve. And they'd been pretty consistent all year, this KC defense. So did you add fuel to that fire during that game before the Baltimore game of, Hey, that, that defense is getting all the talk. You guys need to show them what you could do. Yeah, I didn't have to say much on it. Uh, these guys uh, with the way social media is today, they hear everything. And, and so uh, from a coach's standpoint, you put it out there, they all go, yeah, well, we know. I mean, you know, like we've already heard that. So, um, but I can't help but needle just a little bit. I, I mean, that's the fun part of this thing. And uh, the guys, they, they take it well. Um, 
most of all, they're all competitive guys. Our defense played phenomenal this year. You're right. And Spags has done a great job as the coaches have. And, um, you know, these young guys are now seasoned and they, they're just playing their hearts out. It, and really, Reed's one of them. He, he came to us last year and he would tell you that he was out of whack. And it took him a little bit to kind of get himself where he wanted to be in the defense. And now he's, he's a, in my eyes, an all pro player. He just, he, he brings the wood and, and uh, he also uh, can catch the ball and defend. So that's a, he's really done a nice job for us. So let's, let's look at this game for a moment. Talk about the difference of preparing for a weapon like Lamar Jackson. And now a quarterback, while we did see Purdy get some a couple of runs, a guy who will be in the pocket and disperse that ball out to multiple talented people on offense for San Francisco. Yeah, I'll tell you, um, Kyle's done a nice job as John as John has too, just bringing the guys in. Um, <clears throat> they've got they've got a bunch of talent. Um, their wide receivers are, are something, and they've got every flavor you want of a wide receiver: deep threat, intermediate guy, short guy, guy that can take it around or a handoff and uh, and then they've got that running back that probably could play wide receiver. <laughs> you know, he's, he's a great talent. So um, they're and, and Purdy, listen, Purdy might've been drafted last. But that kid is a heck of a football player. I remember, I remember the head coach at Iowa state telling, telling me that, uh, or, or I heard him on a Saturday actually um, on the TV as we we're prepping for a game um, say that this guy changed our program around. He's the guy that made the difference in the program. So here's a kid that comes from Arizona, goes to Iowa State, changes the program around. He's not the biggest guy, fast guy. He's just a good football player. And I, I would imagine he's very, very intelligent and very football intelligent. Yeah, I did a couple of his games at Iowa State. Very, very good from the neck up uh, without question. Um, so as far as have you changed, I mentioned the multiple trips to the Super Bowl. Have you tweaked your prep during those times when you get the two weeks or what you started with for the, for the first Super Bowl, have you kind of kept it the same? Yeah, I had a chance to talk to uh, Coach Holmgren yesterday, and um, he asked me that, that question, and I go, I go, you know what, I'm just doing the same thing that you did. The times, are, the, it's crazy, Mike, the time slots really haven't changed. It's, uh, if you're the home team, you have to do the media at a certain time, and uh, you know, the or the away team and, and that, but it's the same. It's really the same practice schedule that we did there, did at Philly, and then have done here. So um, I haven't had to change much. The, the league's been very consistent with uh, the time they allot you. So I, I to ask this one. I mean, you've been doing this a long time, and you hear the talk out there. So I figured I ask you anyway. Everybody says, "Boy, if Andy wins this one, he's going to retire and walk away on top." Is that has that ever entered your mind at all? No, I. You know, I don't even go there. I mean, I, I'm, uh, I, they, people ask me every day I get asked that. And I, I go, hmm. I, I've been told, as we all have, I'm sure, from our parents that, well, you'll know when the time is. Yeah. And so I just tell people it ain't happening today. I mean, <laughs> you know, I, I feel good today. So I don't know when it's, when it hits you, you know, whenever it hits you, I'll, I'll do that. But I'm, Today I'm good. So it'd, it'd be big yeah, news. Don't do it today, yeah. Andy. If you you retire the week before yeah. the yeah. Super yeah, Bowl, right. it'd be big yeah, news. Yeah. yeah. And when the game comes up, the Super Bowl game, when you're coaching in that, more nervous for that or doing a commercial and having to say nuggies in a commercial? Well, you know what? I'm terrible at the commercial. So I'm I'm, <laughs> the, I'm more comfortable doing the doing the other part. So <laughs> that's way out of my league. But uh it's fun to do with Patrick. He he's got a knack for it and uh and the, and then Jake from State Farm's a good kid, man. He, yeah. And so those guys have <laughs> they have fun together, and they included me. So that it was fun doing them. Uh, coach, I know I know Patrick is grateful to have you as a head coach and the foundation and everything that you've surrounded uh, him with. But I'm wondering, does that work both ways? Are you grateful to have Patrick as your quarterback because he's really elevated you into one of the all time great coaches? Uh, and he's elevated you into that discussion along with Bill Belichick and Bill Walsh and others uh, because the media is lazy and all we do is judge coaches by how many rings they have. So are you grateful to uh, to Patrick Mahomes? Yeah, listen, I um, very. 
I am. I also know I'm one of the luckiest guys around because I've had great quarterbacks. Right. And uh, in this kid is special, special, special. Um, love him to death. The way he goes about his business. Um, I've, I've had a chance to uh, learn from the other guys. Um, and, and obviously they elevated our team's game and Patrick's, uh, you know, he's, he's doing that. He's young in it really compared to uh, where Favre was or Donovan was, he, but uh, the, he's just, he's, he's a blast to coach every day, uh, brings, brings energy every day, uh, loves to play the game. And, and obviously the product is incredible. Uh, put us where you were when you learned that Travis Kelsey, your tight end, Kelsey, as you like to call him, was dating Taylor Swift. I listen. I was, I was great with it. I mean, I I met her long before Travis did, and she's a good girl. She comes from a good family, great family, and so um, she's she's humble. I mean, she's one of the most famous people in the world, um, and she's out cooking pop tarts for our guys. You know, I mean, it's uh, it's crazy. <laughs> she. Uh, and that's just, but that's who she is. She's a good girl and a uh, good person. And that's, uh, I'm happy for Trav. Uh, Trav's a great guy too. So it's, uh, I'm happy that they're happy. She's making pop- uh, Golick, making if you were the head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs and you won a Super Bowl this Sunday, would you get Taylor Swift a ring or, or what? Like give her like a Super Bowl ring, not a wedding I'll, ring. No, I'd get, a, I'd get a selfie with her is what I would right. want to do. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be good. Go good for this. Your street cred coach has to be just going. It was already oh. really good, but just going through the roof, you know, now knowing, uh, now hanging out with Taylor a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'm uh, really concerned about the street yeah, cred. Not, you know. I know. That, that's you, right? How can <laughs> yeah, I improve street my cred. street cred today, right? <laughs> right. Uh, Coach, we'll let you go on this note, but if I told you 10 years ago, uh, because the NFL sprinted away from gambling for so long, hey, we're going to play a Super Bowl in Las Vegas. You would have told me what? Uh, I'd have a hard time believing it. Right. I would have a hard time believing it. But you know what? I, I get to play out there once a year against the Raiders and what a great venue, man. I mean, it's, uh, they, they did it right. Like really did it right. And so I get it now. I mean, that's where we are today. And, uh, it's really, it's been great for the NFL and, uh, they did it first class. It's really a nice job. I mean, it's so good. It makes the dogs bark. There you go. Perfect way to end it. Well, my apologies made my dog bark. Uh, Coach, we do appreciate this. We know you're doing it for Golik, not us. Did I ask you anything that ruined your friendship with Mike Golik? Are we okay still? Or no? Listen, you'd have a hard time doing that, man. By the way, (laughs) how are the boys? All doing good. Uh, Doing the show with Mike every day for DraftKings, so having fun with that. Jake's has a kid. I have a grandchild. Daughter's doing well. Had a kid, so all good. I appreciate it very much. Thanks for asking. Tell him I said hello, please. I will. I'll see you out there in Vegas. Good. 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 Thanks. All right, Good Coach. Yeah, thanks, Good luck guys. to you. Go with a third, okay? Thank you. <laughs> and we're back here at Radio Row. <laughs> wow, you Super Bowl the sentence. Wow. <laughs> I know what you're looking to do to me. <laughs> what, just leave you hanging? Yeah, I know what's I going on. I haven't done it yet, man. I wasn't going to do it there. Eh, you were taking a long <laughs> pause there. Nah. We have a number of things to discuss here that I would like to discuss right. with you. I want to discuss Andy Reid, but go ahead. That was one of the things. Okay. He says that we can't ruin his friendship with Golik. <laughs> Give us time. <laughs> Let Billy ask a question. Let me ask a question. <laughs> then we'll see. I didn't think Golik was going to ask the retirement question, and he did. I was surprised yes. he did, too. But right. I mean, you had to ask is a story. And every and here's the thing. It graduated from something that you made up to something that, like, Jay Glazer said that they had discussed. So, yes. like, it, it became a thing that, like, credible people were asking about. Not to say that you're not, but it became a thing that, like, credible reporters were actually discussing so right. it wasn't like out of line to ask the question uh, allow me to say it i'm not but mm. you're right like i say stuff and then people pick up on it and then adam Schefter starts talking about it then it becomes a story because yeah. he's credible but uh andy reed is such a likable dude i like and i do think it's confusing billy because i want you to think about this jay glazer told us a story that andy reed told him he was thinking about retirement and then forgot that he ever told Jay Glazer that. Yeah. Okay. P. 
Peter King has told us that Andy Ki- uh, that Andy King Andy King's a former producer of ours that Andy Reid we will see him wants to be a media member I know we will wanted to be a media member instead of a head coach yeah well he's 65 years old so I'm starting to piece all these things together he told Glazer he was thinking about it and he told Peter King he wanted to be a journalist instead of a head coach. Well, he he's said, 65. He still has time to do the thing that he has the passion for. He said he wanted to be an SI columnist. Right. And I don't know that there's still time for that. They're not hiring. Well. <laughs> They're not existing. Well. We got blown off. By Sims. I, well, the game's over. I was going to say, guess who we got blown off by. <laughs> but we got very big-timed by Chris Sims moments ago. He walked in. He had a briefcase. He was strolling over. Uh, listen, a good strut is key. A mm. key to Radio Row. Is it? Well, Russo has the best strut of all time. I'm a close second. Chris Sims is third. <laughs> Angie, Angelo Cataldi from WIP in Philadelphia. I'm not even certain if he works anymore. He's number four. Hold it's on crazy a that I have a list for this. You're ranking top struts, and you ranked yourself number two I, best strut. I, I learned from the dog. I mean, Is this just a Radio Row or general strut? No, just Radio Row strut. There's a different strut outside of Radio Row uh, that you use uh, as opposed to being inside Radio. you got to strut like you own the place, Billy. That's the key. Well, you know? Chris Sims walked in with that attitude, yeah. and you, I, I was kind of like telling you to, to yell at him, Yes, and I, I actually said, I dare you to, Right. and I, I shouldn't have done that, and I didn't think they were going to do it, and you yelled at the top of your lungs in front of everyone that was here, hey, mofo. I did. Yeah. Well, if you say, hey, Chris Sims, he won't turn his head. Yeah. You say mofo, he knows it's... But he's still he's still big time, though. He's just kept walking over there. Is he even on set? I don't think he's even doing anything yet. He just nah. didn't want to talk to us. No, he didn't. Yeah. yeah. He That's definitely fine. heard me, right? Um, there's not enough... Business is picking up, but there's not enough people for him not to have heard you with how loud you did it and how close <laughs> he was. I'm sorry about that, Billy. It's fine. I mean, you don't have to apologize to me. Well, who should I apologize to? I don't know. Anyway, are you excited for the game? Are you excited for the festivities this week? I am. I'm excited for the festivities. I'm excited for the hubbub. Yeah, you love hubbub. I do. I like. I like the excitement. I like what's going on here. I don't exactly know what's going. What we're going to be doing outside of Radio Row and the live shows, but like, I like Radio Row. I like Super Bowl week. I'm kind of bummed that we're not staying for the game, right? Because I wanted to to do the game and then us do like a post game show on the field, but maybe next year we'll see. Uh, next year, the Super Bowl, I believe, is in New Orleans. It is. They already have Shorter their booth set us. up over yes. here. Yeah. <laughs> we were really excited. It's like an hour flight for us. It's definitely it's definitely closer than this flight was. This is a longer flight. Yeah. I'm excited for the game, though. I think it's like, for me, like it's, it's legacy stuff. So, like, Mahomes is chasing uh, Brady, and I do find that part of it fascinating. Like, if you're Mahomes, you don't want to lose too many. He's already lost one. Mm-hmm. You don't want to get there and lose too many. Montana got to four. He won four. Okay, Brady went to 10, I think 170. He was 7-3. and three. You don't want to be 2-2 two and two after four Super Bowls if you're Patrick Mahomes. Did you see the stat? On the flip side of that, you've already won two Super Bowls, even if you are 2-2 two and two yeah. after. What was the stat? Well, you don't want to be 500 in the Super Bowl. Correct. Because, I mean, you just don't want to. 3-1 and one looks right. a lot better. Than, a lot better yeah, on the resume. 2-2, two two. yeah. <laughs> yes. Anyway, did you see the stat that Tom Brady is the first person to beat Patrick Mahomes in a regular season game, the first person to beat him in a postseason game and the first person to beat him in a Super Bowl? No. Yeah. He's better. I mean, we were talking about this the other day. and it's, That solves it. And we, he can never play Brady again. That's well, a reason for Brady never to come back. The craziest thing about Brady is Brady has won seven Super Bowls, correct? Yes. So Patrick Mahomes has won two, which is great, right? Yep. He needs to win six more to pass Tom Brady. It seems impossible. Uh, he's how old, Patrick Mahomes? I think he's, he's 29. So he's 29. If he wins this one, it's three. It Brady's seems impossible. Seven. Well, not only that, he has to win. He can only win three more with the Chiefs. Then he has to go to a bad. I've told you this before. Has to go to a bad team. Okay. Twenty-eight, turning twenty-nine this okay. year. Okay, so win three more with the Chiefs, and then go to the Bucks or a team like the Bucks and win one there. But it's just, it's so many Super Bowls to win. You don't think he could do it? I don't. Really? It's so many. Six more. Let's say he plays. Let's say okay, he's twenty-eight now. Let's say he plays until so he's forty. Forty. Okay. Twelve years. He has to win a Super Bowl every other year. I mean, until he's, he's forty, he's been to the AFC Championship game every year. He's yeah, been but it's going to slow been to down. The Super Bowl four of his six years. So, I know, but we thought that about Brady, and it didn't slow down. Yeah, he might just be one of those all-time greats. I mean, maybe we'll see. You know uh, what? I've been thinking about what makes a quarterback. Like the difference between Brock. I've been thinking about this. I want to run it by Sims later in the week when we talk to if him. He, if he acknowledges us, yes. You put Patrick Mahomes. 
on, let's say, the New York Jets. They become an in- you put them on any team, instant contender. Mm-hmm. You put Brock Purdy on the wrong team, he's going to be a disaster. That's the difference. You put Brady, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, those guys on any team. Brady proved it with the Bucs. That team instantly becomes championship good. You put Brock Purdy. You put guys like that. I'm trying to think of some other examples. Uh, Brock Purdy, Tua would be a good example. Uh, you put those guys on any team. Team's not that good. Well, I mean, so that's kind of like Cam Newton was saying that he's a game manager. And Chris Sims has told us if Zach Wilson was on this team, they'd be doing the exact same thing. Right. So. Right. It seems to be a popular belief amongst yes. quarterbacks, former quarterbacks, and people who know the quarterback position. Right. I feel like C.J. Stroud is one of those guys where if he just he doesn't care who his receivers are, he don't care about anything. He is so confident in himself and so skilled that he thinks he's going to make any situation work. I wonder what next season is going to look like for C.J. Stroud. Not to get like too far ahead of ourselves or like kind of like you're on to next him. season, huh? Well, I mean, are we going to have a sophomore slump coming? Like, what's going to happen with C.J. Stroud? Or is he just like great, great? I think he's great, great. I know. We'll figure out. Were next you concerned season. like Chris was about uh, Tua and the accuracy of the Pro Bowl skills competition? <laughs> like you have to own that if you're Tua. You do. It's your one strength, Billy. <laughs> the thing is, the thing is, when the whole thing is, this is the most accurate passer that I've ever had. This is the most accurate passer in the NFL. And then you have a contest that's just about accuracy. Accuracy. Yes. And you get the lowest score, and Dan Orlovsky beats everybody that participated in the contest. It's kind of, you know what? Respectfully, respectfully, respectfully. Okay. If Dan Orlovsky wins the contest and he does it so much better than everyone else when he hasn't played in however many years, five, six years, whatever it's been, that he's just been like sitting at a desk and he comes out and he's like, boom, 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 and he hits all this stuff. Right. Kind of makes me think, not a super important like test. If you know Orlovsky I mean? can win it. Yeah, when he when Orlovsky <laughs> when Orlovsky did so much better than everybody else that's an active NFL quarterback, maybe it's not a, a super great test in determining who's a good quarterback and who's not. He retired seven years ago. Yeah. <laughs> what would his last seasons look like? I'm shocked that we're spending the the Monday of Super Bowl week. Looking over Dan Orlovsky's stats. No, but it's great. But I did want to ask you that because, Chris, it was a good point by Chris. Like, he was worried about it. He watched the Pro Bowl. He was upset because the one thing you talk about when you talk about Tua is the fact that he's the most accurate quarterback in the NFL, yeah. except in the Pro Bowl when no one's rushing him. Did you see his <laughs> touchdown to uh, to Tyreek Hill? No. You didn't? No. So the Pro Bowl now is played on, like, a 50-yard field, and it's like a flag football game. Right. And like it was like one of the first passes. Tyreek Hill was just like the length of the field touchdown right away. And I saw it and I thought, wow, Pro Bowl's gotten kind of dumb. <laughs> Are you looking for Olaski's last season? I gave up. I he thought we just play. moved on. And he retired eight years ago. Yeah. I will tell you, like I was thinking about this as well as it relates to Tariq Hill. You just brought him up. He made a big mistake. Like I'm happy he's in Miami. Uh, no, Billy, when you're playing with one of those legacy quarterbacks, you don't leave that quarterback. Like he, he's missed out now on three Super Bowl appearances. He's made a lot of money. Like he he's got paid. That's why. That's why he left. He won a Super Bowl, yeah. decided he wanted to get paid. Checked that off. Right, I know. And get paid. Checked <laughs> that off. I know, but how about check off a couple more Super Bowls? Uh, he got the one check, and now <laughs> other check. You know what I mean? Right. Literal check. A big check. I right. feel like that's the way, and this is maybe not what we should be like saying, but like that seems like the perfect way to do it, right? Like, oh, I want to go. I want to win the Super Bowl. Now I want the Super Bowl. Now I want to get paid because I only have a couple years left. Because Let me make as get, much money as possible. He couldn't get paid there. They had to pay Mahomes. They had to pay Travis Kelsey. They had to pay other guys. So he wasn't going to get the money that he got in Miami. Uh, he would not have gotten that money in Kansas City. He would have still gotten paid in Kansas City. Like I'm saying, do you take a little less to play with Patrick Mahomes? And he said no. Right. And I feel like he probably did it right. I don't know. Really? Yeah, he's missed out on a bunch of big games. I don't know if he'll ever play in a Super Bowl again. Okay, but what is he? What is, like? Let's say he makes, I don't know, thirty million dollars less in his career, but he's played in two more Super Bowls. Um, Which would you take? Two, two? You've already won a Super Bowl. You get two more Super Bowl appearances or thirty million dollars. You've already won one. Do I win the two Super Bowls or I don't know? Uh, let's say you go one for two. So I have two Super Bowls. I've made a third. Or I can have 30 extra million dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm fine with just one Super Bowl. <laughs> We're back after this. <laughs> Hi, 
You seem tired, Billy. I'm tired? Yeah. Why is that? I don't know. You just seem tired. Long flight, a lot of work. You're, you're organizing stuff. You're getting things together. You're gathering information. I mean. Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. I'm okay. All right. You're saying it because I yawned right before we started and that's, no one saw that. That's yeah. why I and said it. You, yeah. yeah, you brought it up. And now I, people know I yawned <laughs> a moment ago. I love a good yawn, though, Billy. <laughs> what is that? That's shit. You're I, just sometimes saying you words need it. to say words. You love a good yawn? And that's, you don't like a good yawn? A yawn doesn't feel good to you? I like a good nap. I, do. I like a good nap, too. Yeah. Uh, Billy, do you like the Super Bowl? Like, uh, So I was thinking about this last night. I was in a high-stakes blackjack room. What time did you go to sleep yesterday? Uh, about 1 o'clock. Local time, 1 o'clock? Yeah, 1 in the morning. Wow. Well, I got here a couple of days ago, so I'm kind of acclimated. acclimated. Yeah. 1 o'clock. Yeah. That makes sense. Because I had someone tell me that you they saw you getting in at 8, and I'm like, I don't think that that's right. At 8 a.m.? No, 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 8 p.m. And I was like, I don't think that was his final arrival for the evening. No, I got I got back to the hotel at 8. I went and met uh, Juju and Chris Cody at the sports book. Mm-hmm. We went out to uh, Fremont Street for a little bit, had some fun, and then I got, I got caught. I had a burger with Juju afterwards, but I got caught in a high-stakes blackjack uh, How, room. How'd you get caught in there? Well, I went in there, and I, and I couldn't stop winning. And so when I was, this is all leading to me telling you that while it's cool that we're here in Las Vegas, I prefer, uh, and I understand why the teams are so far away from the casinos and can't walk into the casino. Uh, There are a lot of devices here, you know, Yeah. to keep you up late. And it happened to me last night. So I could absolutely see like, yeah, okay. Someone walks into a high stakes blackjack room. They keep winning. They keep winning. No one's going to walk away when they're winning. I was playing half asleep. I was asking the dealer, hey, can you give me some bad cards? I was actually telling myself, can I, you stop winning? I don't believe that. What? You asked the dealer to help you lose because you don't have self-control. You, wanted, you had to leave, so you're asking the dealer to have you lose money. Yeah, I wanted to go to bed. Yes, yeah. I wanted to go to bed. And so my larger point is, and my larger question to you is, we have covered a number of Super Bowls. Do you prefer it in a kind of like a hustle and bustle type city uh, like we're in right now or good old Indianapolis, like something like that, you know? So the city like some Detroit where there's nothing to do afterwards, you know? The cities that I've done have been this one, Las Vegas, last year in Arizona, Phoenix, right. Scottsdale, Glendale Arizona. was perfect. Yeah, Glendale. Yes, it was great. Um, Miami and Atlanta. Right. So every city that I've done has had other things to do right so i haven't experienced an indianapolis super bowl for example or i haven't experienced a minnesota super bowl it's delightful there's one steakhouse a hotel it's snowing you know you get in you get out you go home that's it huh yeah so you don't want to have options of things to do i want to go straight to bed when we're done with this i mean i do i think that i'm going to Really? Yeah, I don't think that I'm going to do very much. Like I, I've kind of like seen the schedule. I've seen what we have to do, and like I don't, I don't really see myself doing any of those things or like, getting invited to do those things or like. No, but what I'm saying is, in those cities, Detroit, Minnesota, you don't have a choice. No one's going to ask you to do yeah. anything. I might ask you to do something later. Well, I was going to say, I might say, hey, Billy, let's go play some blackjack. You know, the way my life goes, I'm not going to be asked anyway. So <laughs> it doesn't really matter where it is. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> the fake Andy Reid is here. Yeah, you, you're so distracted today. <laughs> like you're mid sentence, and you're just like, like I'm looking at you, trying to maintain eye contact, and you, your back is to me, and you're just looking at the entrance. Well, I thought Boomer Esiason was walking in. That's why. Now your back's to me because I'm. <laughs> trying to see the fake Andy Reid. I don't think that's a fake Andy Reid. I think that's just someone in a Chiefs jersey, just a larger fellow in a Chiefs, like, That's hoodie. the fake Andy Reid. No, that's not him. That's I think it's just the a- fake Andy Reid. I interviewed him last year in Glendale, Arizona. I believe he got promoted and got a job for the station. I'm not even joking, Billy. I swear. For what station? For the Kansas City station. I'm telling you. I believe they hired Look, him. That, that guy's in a cowboy hat. He's somebody. Who is that? That's just a guy in a cowboy hat. That's Radio <laughs> Row, man. That's how this works. Wait, so you're just assuming because he's in a cowboy's hat that he's somebody? No, no, not a cowboy's hat, an actual cowboy hat. I know, hat. but you but you think he's a celebrity? No, I was joking. He might be, though. Okay, who do you think that is? I have no idea. Yeah. You have to do that trick where you lean in so that you can look at them and see what their name is. Check out the placard? Yeah. 
Okay. You, we're doing a show. Like, look forward. You're just, I, your I wanted, back is I, to the camera. You're I, not even talking. I want to doing I, a show right I, now. I, I, that's what Radio Row is all about. I want to make sure that that guy's not a celebrity. Even if he is a celebrity, you're doing a show, you can't grab him while you're talking. Oh, yes, I can, Billy. Come can on. Can you? You see me at work. I grabbed Dana White while we were talking last year on the show. Well, no one ever saw that. <laughs> is he walking with a folding chair? <laughs> yeah. Why would you bring a folding chair into here? There's plenty of chairs. <laughs> that's so weird. Why not? It's one of those like camping chairs that goes into like the thing. Why do you need that? A folding chair. Yeah, that's unnecessary. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> so funny. Uh, what are uh, what are you most excited for as it relates? Like, are you done with the Taylor Swift conversation? Are you done with like? Is that it's kind of overblown, right? The whole thing. It doesn't bother me as much as it bothers everybody else. I don't really care. Why do you think it bothers it. everyone else? I don't know. I, I really don't. I, I just I don't I don't know why people are outraged about Taylor Swift. I don't get it. I think. Do they feel like it's contrived? I just because uh, it's not. It's not contrived. I, I just feel like have something in your life that's important enough to care about. If this is what you're caring about, like. <laughs> Face some adversity if this is what's really bothering you. Right. You haven't faced real adversity. I'm just saying if Taylor it. Swift is bothering you that much, like, <laughs> I, I'd like to live this life of yours where you don't have any problems and Taylor Swift is the biggest problem you have in your life. Like, it's a bit much. She's been great for the NFL. She's been great for the ratings. She's been great uh, for Travis Kelsey. They've been good for each other. Um... They have been. Taylor and the NFL, not Taylor and Travis. Well, maybe Taylor and Travis as well. Maybe. But Taylor's been great for the NFL, and the NFL has been great for uh, for Taylor. And it's going to be, listen, whether people like it or not, it's going to be a big storyline. It's just, it's going to be a big storyline leading up to the game. It is. I'm saying yes to so many people. Who are you saying yes to? So few windows. Well, I don't want to say because what happens is this is the part of Radio Row that people don't understand is that a lot of these people disappear. It's a shell game. So you'll say yes. And then you'll get like a time and then it doesn't happen. So like, I don't feel good promoting anyone that we're going to have. We're going to have some good guests. We're going to have some big names if they all come through. But sometimes it doesn't happen. And then sometimes there's a little bait and switch situation. Yeah, but sometimes you lose somebody and sometimes you gain two more. Like sometimes you lose a guest and then all of a sudden you run into Bobby Goons and Rob Gronkowski. And then boom, you have two guests. You I'm know? trying to figure out. It happens all the time. I'm really. trying to figure out what we're going to do because Mojo was texting both of us yesterday. Right. He was. And he will be in town. I didn't town. respond, by the way. No, I noticed that. <laughs> but Mojo will be in town. I believe that... Uh, who else is in town? Mojo's in town. Yes. All the Gronks are going to be in town. Yep. Share Bear I saw is going to be in town. Yes. K-Funk has a flight. Right. He's not coming. But hasn't confirmed whether or not he's not coming or not. Here. No, he's not coming. Gordy, I think, gets in tomorrow. Yes, he does. So I don't know how we play this situation. Huh. And we have Bubba Watson stopping by. Well, see, that's a name that I'm not promising because I don't know what's going on with that. Well, what do you mean? We also have, I'm going to say this as a tease, we also have a football player that has the same name as another football player. So when we put on the list, we have this person. It's a big get. It's, you know, a very notable person. It's someone that I think people will think is funny that we're talking to. Mm-hmm. And... There's someone else in the league with that same name. So when I was sending out the list, it was I was asking, which one is it? Is it the more famous one or the less famous one? Right. So it would be a lot. And I, I it, it's it'd something. Like if there were two Josh Allens. It's, it'd be like that. Yeah. <laughs> one's great and one's kind of like a backup somewhere. Well, so that's, yeah, kind of the situation. Right. <laughs> You're not going to tell me who? It's Josh Allen. There's uh, two Josh Allens. Are there re- really? Yes. Wow, what a guess. <laughs> you ruined that. <laughs> That was a heck of a guess by me. Yeah. It's <laughs> almost like you know the guest list. Oh, man. Uh, how are you feeling about the guests? Well, because I, I hadn't considered the fact that it could be Josh Allen from the Jaguars until I there's was asked no that way. question. There's, there's, no, there's no, way. no way it's that one that was pitched. <laughs> there's no way. But I hadn't considered it being a possibility. On, Billy. And then I had a second person ask me, and I was like, oh, crap. Like, is this, is this something that I could have accidentally done? <laughs> Because we're going to be prepping for the other one. I'm only prepping for that one. I know, but what happens if it's Josh Allen, the linebacker from the Jaguars? <laughs> I won't be prepped. I don't know what to tell you. He's just asking questions as though he's the other Josh Allen. <laughs> yeah. 
I've never made that mistake before. <laughs> I'm really worried that that one's going to not happen. Oh, come on. Will you stop it? Yeah, that's the one That's the one I'm most excited about, and I'm worried that it might not happen. You're excited for Josh Allen because he's one of the great quarterbacks in the NFL because we've never had Josh Allen on the show. I am, and I've seen him in interviews, right. and he seems like he'd be like a really good interview. It seems like he's someone that likes to have fun, but I could also see it getting off the wrong foot very quickly. I was told that he wanted to come on with us. He requested to come on with us. Yeah, but that's one of those things that everybody says. You want to have Sims here as a buffer in case things get off the no, rails? No, no. Why? He, he loves Sims. Yeah, no, that's great. Chris Sims can book him. Like, this isn't right. for Chris. I'm not, you know, look, 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 look. <laughs> Why? Look. What just happened Chris there? Sims comes in here. He doesn't <laughs> even he doesn't even acknowledge our presence when he right. comes in here. You call out his name. He doesn't even acknowledge you. And now we're just going to bring him in so he can hijack the best interview that we're going to have of the week? I don't think so, my friend. I don't want him to hijack it. Why what, Why did you just matumbo the audience? What is that? Not going to happen. Okay, but why it's a Kembe Matumbo can I predict? Can I predict what's going to happen what? in this interview? What? You're going to tell him right away, Billy says you have a stupid face, and he's going to get I'm irritated not, right away, I, and I, that's going to be that. I'm not. Well, that's why I want Sims here, not to ask a question, just to be a buffer. Okay, Josh yeah. Allen, what do you mean? Sims will make it worse for you. We don't need you. a buffer. Okay. I am going to ask him about the stupid face. <laughs> I know, but wait like two or three questions before I'm going right do after that. it. Don't do that. Uh, what if it's Josh Allen from the Jaguars, though? Can I go right after it? Well, then it's going to be super confusing. <laughs> and I didn't say that he has a stupid face. I didn't say the other one did either. To be clear. Christine Lisi said you were dead to her. I know. Yes. I know. Yeah. I was thinking of if it is if that does happen, having him do something nice for Christine Lisi. And I saw that there's signs that say like it's forbidden to ask for autographs or anything like that. So like we're not going to ask him to sign anything for Christine because I don't want to get kicked out of here. Oh really? Yeah. I have asked for so many autographs in my time at Radio. Who Road. have you asked for? Uh, I asked Joe Montana once for his autograph. Mm -hmm. I asked uh, Troy Aikman once for his autograph. Mm -hmm. I asked Michael Irvin once for his uh, for his autograph. Playmaker. I asked Isaac Bruce once for his autograph. Did they all sign these things? I asked Kurt Warner once for his autograph. What did they? What'd you ask them to sign? I just whatever I had on me at the time. You I left. Mean, you left last year with Emmett Smith's autograph on a tequila bottle, and then I you did. forgot it. And Juju has it now. <laughs> and one year, I <laughs> Radio Row. One year, I got an autograph from Russell Wilson. He signed my Subway sandwich. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Oh, I remember 1975, we were all excited. The bicentennial was right around the corner. Everyone was focused. 200 years. And then all of a sudden, Miller Lite sparked a new debate. Great taste or less filling? Miller Lite keeps it simple undebatable quality great taste only 96 calories it's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most a light beer that tastes like beer you don't have to choose what's best miller Lite has great taste and is less filling tastes like miller time to get miller Lite delivered right to your door visit millerlite.com gbf or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer celebrate responsibly miller brewing company milwaukee wisconsin 96 calories per 12 ounces fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.